This is episode number 73, and today I'll tell you what is missing from Dave Ramsey's approach to honoring God with your money. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. For those of you who aren't familiar with who Dave Ramsey is, he's probably the most popular Christian finance guru in the U.S. His uh, program, Financial Peace University, is used by basically every church that I've ever heard of, and it really has helped thousands of Christians get out of debt and set themselves up for retirement in the future and just, you know, financial freedom. But many Christians see Financial Peace University and Dave Ramsey's resources as kind of the all-encompassing approach to what it means to honor God with your money. That if you go through Dave Ramsey and you graduate from Financial Peace University, that by default, you must be doing everything you need to do to honor God with your money. But is that true? Does that encompass everything a Christian should be when it comes to money? And the answer is no, it really isn't. And so today what I want to talk about is what is missing from Dave Ramsey's approach. And not that he's explicitly doing this, but it happens as a byproduct of his program. And really the the whole focus of going through a Dave Ramsey resource is to become financially secure whether you've accrued debts through credit card debt or you know uh, car payments that are you know way above what you have any ability to pay, whatever it is that's keeping you from being financially secure, that overcoming that and becoming financially secure is pointless if your treasure is in the wrong place. That if your focus is so much on your finances, getting your house in order, becoming financially secure yourself, and that is where it stops, then you've missed the whole point of what God wants us to do with our money. And Jesus speaks specifically to this in his Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapter 6, starting verse 19. And he teaches us, he says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and rodents destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and rodents do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And then later on in verse 24, he says this very explicitly. You cannot serve both God and money. And money is really important to God. So important that Jesus talks about money more than anything else. He talks about it more than love. He talks about it more than heaven and hell. He talks about it more than discipleship. Money is the number one topic that Jesus speaks to in the Gospels. And when you are focusing so exclusively on your finances, on getting rid of your debt, on setting yourself up for financial success in the future, it's so easy to lose sight of a very simple fact, which is that, number one, it's not your money, and that, number two, you shouldn't be investing in earth the way that the way that you would normally think about it, right? That first off, everything God gives you should also be used to the benefit of others. 
that is at the heart of everything that the gospel is about. That it's not about you. It's not about saying, hey, God, I'm so grateful that you gave me all of this wealth and you gave me these resources. I'm just going to live in abundance. You know, I'm going to build bigger barns to store all of my things. And then, you know, I can live merrily for the rest of my life and live comfortably. There's a parable of Jesus, uh, you know, where he talks about that. And God's response to that is, you're a fool. Because this very night, your soul is demanded of you, and then who will inherit everything you've stored up for yourself, right? That this, this mindset of storing things up for future pleasure or future enjoyment cuts against what it means to honor God with your money. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't invest in those things, that you shouldn't pay off your debt, that you shouldn't have a 401k and a retirement plan, right? So, so, so okay, I... You might be lost at this point thinking, I have no idea where you're going with this, Travis. I'm about to wrap it up, all right? In a nice little bow, hopefully I'll give you some good practicals. Um, so so what Dave Ramsey offers, Financial Peace University, and the concept of being financially secure is a worthwhile pursuit. But in that pursuit, you cannot lose sight of what is truly important, and that is storing up treasure in heaven. So how do we balance these things? How do we both use wisdom in our finances and be focused on God at the same time. And so I want to give you a couple practicals. And uh, these will help you both be financially responsible and generous at the same time. Because generosity is really at the heart of what God wants us to to be when it comes to our money. And something that uh, some friends of mine do that I really respect, and I think this is a great practical for all of us, is they have a generosity budget. So they have put together their you know, monthly budget, and they've identified where their expenses need to go, and they're living you know, within their means. So they're being very wise about it. But every single month, they set aside a certain amount of money that they just want to give away, that they want to use to help and meet other people's needs. So they will literally carry around $5 bills, to give to homeless people when they see them. So that when they get to a, a situation where they have an opportunity to give to someone, they're, they're prepared for it, that they thought ahead, and they're, try, and they're thinking about how can they be generous during the month with what God has given them. You know, another great way to, to use a generosity budget or to set aside money to give to others is to meet important needs in your ministry. That if you know someone who's struggling to pay their bills, Offer to go grocery shopping with them and pay for their groceries and have that money set aside for that purpose. You know, that you're being wise and making sure that everything is in order, but you're not losing sight of, you know, how God wants us to take care of each other. And it might be as simple as just paying for a meal. You know, uh, something that is just like a rule for me that, that I hold to is that if I'm going out to eat with someone who is in college and doesn't have a job and doesn't have a lot of money, I will more often than not pay for their meal. And it's not because, you know, I, I, I feel burdened by that or because I feel guilty that I have the more money than they do. It's because I want to serve them. I want to give to them. I want to meet a need that they have, you know, and, and, and the joy of seeing their reaction when they realize that, you know, their meal has been covered, that their meal has been paid for and that they don't have to worry about that, that, you know, out of the overflow of everything that God is giving me, I get to serve them and take care of them. That is super <laughs> encouraging to me and uplifting to me. And, and so, so have money set aside every single month for the purpose 
of giving it to other people. And then the other practical that I would leave you with is when it comes to your larger expenses, right? So buying a house, buying a car, investing in, you know, a big TV, make sure that those large expenses can serve others, that can they can serve the purpose of helping others. So if you're going to buy a big screen TV, do it with the intent that you're going to have people over to use it to, to, to incorporate fellowship, to bring people together, to have conversations, to have movie nights, to watch sports events together as a community, as a church community. And so that TV that you purchased for yourself is now being used to build up the kingdom of God and to, to invest in the kingdom. You know, or if you're buying a house, think about the location of the house, not necessarily in the neighborhood that you want to live in, but in the neighborhood that's going to help other people grow closer together. And then when you buy a car, commit to offering rides to people that need them, that don't have a car or don't have transportation. Be the first person to volunteer to take care of those needs. And so, so you'll see a theme in these practicals, which is that you know everything that we have is something that God has given us. And in response to that, in response to that gratitude, we need to take the things that God has given us and use it to bless other people. And if you can strike that balance of being wis- using wisdom and discernment and being generous, then you can really honor God with your money. And, and really, to kind of wrap this up, how you deal with money is one of the greatest tests you will face as a Christian because it has the potential to choke you spiritually. There's so many warnings in the Bible about you know, what happens when you fall in love with money, when you place your security in money. But it also has the potential to move the kingdom of God forward, that money has the ability to make things happen. And when you can have the mindset of using what you have to help other people, and you can adopt the mindset that Jesus instructs us to have, then you'll be able to experience the freedom of not being too invested in your things and be able to invest in the things that truly matter that will last forever. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts for your chance to get a shout out as the super fan of the week, which we do every Friday. And head on over to the official Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.